Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations, one and all. The sound of curls kicking us off tonight. Track called Nothing to Do with Love. Say big ups to each and everyone locked in right now. Those tuning on tuning radio. Those locked in in New Jersey on NIE radio. Wanna say big up to those out of Long Island. Locked on Reggae Pulse Radio. Big up to the Massive on the Foundation Radio Network, ClintonLindsay.com. Healing out of warm sunny Florida. South Florida to be exact. Big up to the Massive on PEMGTV.com. Blessings to you. Those locked in on Zeno FM. Those hanging out on Clubhouse. The massive on Facebook Live. Those hanging out on YouTube Live. And of course, those right here at the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, KevinStew.com. Where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. So glad to have you. Couldn't do it without you. And you have my word, I wouldn't even try. I know that's a big question. What's love got to do with it? Carl says it's got nothing to do with love. So what does it have to do with? Uh, we're gonna be talking tonight in real talk. But before that, I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors, Pulse Media Group, and being in a moment to surprise. Let's go ahead and get them a call. They'll they'll take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. They can do everything you see here on KevinStew.com and more. And they even host KevinStew.com So if that's what you want Get them a call well, They can also take care of that event that you have live Yeah man, they can stream it for you On a secure platform, whether yours or theirs Whether it's a church service, a wedding, a funeral, a party, a graduation A seminar, you name it Go ahead and give him a call, 754-999-1140. At 754-999-1140. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. I'm 
want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands. Althea is a licensed massage therapist operating out of Broad County, North Miami-Dade and South Palm Beach counties. She comes to you, bringing her table, her oils and over 20 years massage therapy experience. So if you're going to South Florida, have plans for South Florida, and thinking you want a massage while you're here, you go ahead and give her a call. 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. She only has one request outside of paying her. That is to get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. Let's call it Kevin Stew Claus. Get used to it. Because that's exactly what's going to happen to you. I want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global Elect as your booking agent, handle your tour management, take care of your business registrations, legal service referrals, music production, marketing promotion, and much, much more. Give them a call, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Tell them you heard about them on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. They'll be glad to hear from you. I want to say thank you to McNeil Trucking. McNeil Trucking is a veteran-owned, licensed and insured moving company in the state of Florida. So you want to move from the Keys, go to Jacksonville. You want to move from Naples, going over to Cocoa Beach. Any point in between, put some things in storage. You don't have the manpower, you don't have the transportation, don't worry. You have the name, you have the number. McNeil Trucking. 954-406-9740. That's 954-406-9740. With McNeil Trucking, your goods are in good hands. Sim Simmer. Hey Simone, how you doing? It's been a minute. Inviting you all to call a friend, tell a friend. Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends and your enemies too. Call up everybody. Because information is good for each and every one of them. Just to let you know, the phone line is open. Number, scrolling across the bottom of your screen, 773-789-STEW. That's 773-789-7839. You can call, you can text, you can WhatsApp, you can Telegram. It gets you right here into the studio, live and in living color. Of course, you can jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. Those of you wondering, what is the stewpot? Well, it's what others call a chat room. But because of fancy and given stew.com, it's the stewpot. 
You don't need to register. You don't need to offer a firstborn, an internal organ, or a blood sacrifice. Just jump on in. Go to kevinstew.com and you are there. You're a part of the whole thing. We only ask that you remain respectful. You can remain anonymous if you want to. You can put your name so I know who it is I'm interacting with. Either way, we'll be glad to have you. So if it has nothing to do with love, what does it have to do with? Lost? But let me ask you this. Because I, I, I don't know how many people think about it. So I was having a little bit of a reasoning with a girlfriend of mine. And I was asking her, so, so tell me something. Why do you get into a relationship? And, and it's a long-standing relationship. You get into it and you determine that you are in love. Now, in, this, in the midst of all this love thing, I'm pretty sure there's some lust in there. So, what happens if the lust goes away? Does the love follow suit? You, you ever wonder? And then that, that led to the other question. It Does lust exist in the relationship outside of love? Or vice versa? And if it is just lust, then what kind of relationship is that? And if it's just love and no lust, what kind of relationship is that? So, I don't know if it's because of the movies. I don't know if it's because of books and magazines. I don't know if it's just because of erratical stories. I don't know. But at some point in time, the lost thing comes into it. It could have been even the Bible stories. Because, you know, we're told about that in the good book, right? So, how it really go? And tonight, in, in, in Real Talk, that's really what we're going to be looking at. Curls playing in the background. The track says it has nothing to do with love. Okay. And what does it have to do with? Tonight, it's lust in love. I want to hear from you. Jump into the stew pot. Comment on, on, on Facebook Live. Remember, those on Clubhouse and Facebook, we're not here all night. So, come on over to KevinStew.com. Just Get comfortable, pull up your seat so you don't have to go anywhere else. Just come on over. And then call up your friends and tell them, come on over. Yeah? Because uh, for the next hour and change, this is where we're hanging out. So if you have other places to be, well, go ahead. But for now, it's right here. So... Insider.com says, hey, listen, if you have butterflies in your stomach, you feel giddy um, when you see a particular person. You daydream about your life together. You might be in love, but guess what? It could also be lost. At the beginning of a relationship, it can be hard to tell the difference between the two. So, yeah, you got the new relationship going. The NRE is all turned up. Those of you who don't know what NRE is, new relationship energy, okay? So it's that tingly feeling that you get all the time and there's nothing else that matters but that person 
It's the best thing since sliced bread. Okay. Are you in lust? Are, or are you in love? Hey, Hubert, how you doing, bro? Much love, much love, much love. Blessings. Hey, listen. Before I get too deep into this and I forget, this is the last broadcast for the week before I celebrate my trip around the sun, another trip around the sun. And so in, in, in part, it's a little bit of an Earth Day celebration. So if I seem extra her happy, extra chirpy, yeah, I, I almost said herpy. That's between happy, that's a cross between happy and chirpy. It, it's, it's nothing else that starts with herp, okay? Just letting you know, clear that up. Um, but glad that you guys, you guys could be hanging out with us for a little bit. Um, <coughs> excuse me. You're single and loving it too much. Oh, too much drama. You're sing so you're single and loving it. Okay. So you can love someone and choose not to be in a relationship. You can lust after someone and choose not to be in a relationship. So that that for me being single, you know, it's 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 a choice of relationship status or decision as the case may be of relationship status. But it doesn't negate or it doesn't take away the fact that these feelings, these emotions exist. And all I'm trying to do is navigate this space that is known as lost and loss, lost and love. Now, they are often thought of as two distinct feelings. But anthropologists theorize they exist on a spectrum that can be broken down into three categories. Huh. Now, I don't know how many people thought that it would be three categories that lust and love would be broken down into. But... According to the anthropologists, yes, and Insider.com, it is three categories. Uh, Hubert, much love, bro. Blessings, blessings, man. Glad you could join in. Um, comment here, comment here, comment here. Suzette. Hey, Suzette. How you doing? Uh, been there, done that, and was in that relationship for six years until things fizzled out. It ran its course and it was time to move on. Okay, in which relationship? Was it a lost relationship or a love relationship? Which, which one was it? 773-789-7839. Don't be shy. Call in. Call up. Let us hear. Let's talk. It's real talk. Now, so the three categories, according to Insider.com, you have lust, attraction, and attachment. In lust, the craving for sexual satisfaction that drives humans to seek out their seek out sex partners. And lust is driven by hormonal desire for sexual gratification. By definition. Attraction, also called passionate love. Attraction is 
associated with feelings of excitement, cravings for emotion, emotional connection, and intrusive thinking about the beloved. It involves the brain's reward center and can imit- imitate the feeling or it can imitate the feel of drug addiction. Well, you know, anything that speaks to the, 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 the reward center, the pleasure center of the brain, you know, it, I guess you're going to be able to tie it in to, to drug addiction. So love, love addiction, sex, sex addiction, lust, lust addiction, relationship, relationship addiction, it, it could be related to the stimulation of that section of the brain because the 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 feelings that the the hormones that are released by the, the pleasure center are the same then there's attachment which is also known as compassion companionate companionate love and I guess it, it, it speaks for itself. Attachment is characterized by feelings of calm, emotional union, and security. The mo- this mostly comes into play in long-term relationships, including friendships, families, and committed romantic partnerships. So, couldn't your romantic committed partnership be your friend? Or we don't associate the two like that. I've been saying this for a while. People want their partners to be their best friend, but if they have a best friend who's, well, whichever way you operate, if you have a best friend, you won't make that best friend your partner. Because then you say, but you know, I, I, I don't want to ruin the friendship. So why do you want to ruin the relationship and make them your best friend? Hmm. Or you didn't think about that part. Nobody has ever asked that question. Anybody ever ask it? Anybody ever hear anybody ask that question? Why would you want to ruin the relationship and make that person your friend? If you don't want to ruin the friendship and make that person your partner. Mm. Hi. Let me check in with Facebook and, and see what the comments here. Um, been there, done that. Okay. I was, I feel it was both. Okay. So, Suzette, if it was both, then was it a committed, well, you said six years. So, I'm going to go out on a limb and say you were in a committed relationship, which, in my opinion, should have both. It should have the lost and it should have the lost. But then again, I could be wrong because the love and the relationship can last if the love, if the lust dies, can't it? Hmm. The lust speaks to the sexual side of things. Let's say, for example, there's an accident and things don't quite work the way they used to. Does the love go away? Do you stop desiring that person? Or am I am I am I 
using desire and lust interchangeably, but improperly. Huh. I wonder, where are my psychologists and psychiatrists and those who study the mind and the emotional connection between us? Where are they? It was passionate. It was exciting. Never felt love like that before. The lust made you long for the person constantly. We did everything together. We liked the same things. And then what? Because everything you mentioned was in past tense. So there's a something happened. So then what? The most commonly understood distinction between lust and love is that lust is purely physical and sexual, whereas love includes care for someone well, behi well behind their, their function as a source of yearning and sexual gratification. This says Alexandra Stockwell, MD, a relationship and intimacy expert at Alexandra Stockwell Coaching and Counseling and consulting while the categories can overlap different hormones and brain chemicals are implicated in each stage so here's how you can recognize the signs of lust versus love well how do you guys who are listening right now how do you differentiate between lust and love as a matter of fact do you differentiate between lust and love I, I, I think that's a fair enough question to ask yeah because the, 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 the love thing is real and the lust thing is real so how does one go about differentiating between the two. And I'm kind of asking this question over and over again because we're going to go into a, a, a commercial break. And I, I didn't want to get into the signs of love before getting into the commercial break. So I'm popping up the question again. How do you differentiate? How do you recognize what it is? Suzette said... Um, she felt it was both. And my question to her is, okay, so then what? It lasted for six, seven years. So I'm thinking this was a committed relationship. Did it start out that way? Did you intend for it to be that way? Or did it just happen to be that way? Did it just develop into that from where it was? Because maybe you started off with the, with just this attraction for each other, this physical attraction, and then it blossomed into something else. And if that was the case, then it was lost at first sight and not love at first sight. And at what point do you recognize a relationship for being love at first sight and not lost? Because love is something that comes along after you get to know someone, isn't it? Well, that's how we know it. You don't just look and see someone and go, boy, you know what? I love this person. You might love how they look. 
You might love how they carry themselves. You might love how they speak, but who is it? What is it that you love? Why you would say you love this person? Because that's a, that's a really deep statement to make. You're going beyond the, 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 the thing, whatever it is that you see on the outside now. You're going into the character of the person. But here it is, someone that you don't know, so you don't know their character. So how is it that you love them? And then you have those that you may have only seen their pictures, but you actually do love because you have developed this relationship with them because of interaction. So now you have gotten to know their character. You got to know their personality. Though you're not spending time with them physically, you've gotten to know them over time. And this love is also real. So is it that when that love des- d- develops and you see their picture or you, you, you have a video call with them and you desire to be with them, you find them sexually stimulating so now you're lusting. Is that as a result of the love? Because if you didn't really see them like that prior, and then you got to know them, and you got to love them, and then you started to desire them, then the lust came after. But there are some people that say, hey, listen, if I love you, I don't lust after you, I desire you. But, if I don't love you and I want you in a sexual way, then it's just lost. How, how do you guys look at it? What's your take? 773-789-STU. 773-789-7839. Get to some comments here on Facebook Live before I jump into the commercial break and pile company with those on Facebook and Clubhouse. The love fizzled after five years along with the lust. He lost his business and became depressed and a nasty drunk. Wow. Um, Rupert says, I, I said the two of them are the same. <laughs> Love and lust are the same. Why, you know, you guys need to come over and, and, and into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. The link is pinned in the comment section. For those of you on Clubhouse, um, you, can, you can just go ahead and, and, and follow the link. It's in the description, kevinstew.com. Come on over and, and, and be a part of the remainder of the broadcast. Um, XW Lock says okay um i don't know if that's a, a, a endearment comment I, I can't really say that on the ear you know it's <laughs> public radio you know I, I can't talk like that on the ear uh, i don't know if you're expressing a term of endearment i don't know if 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 you, you're not liking what i'm saying i don't know what you're saying um, you, you're hearing my voice, you're not seeing me, so is it that my voice, you kind of like it, and you'd say that about it? I don't know. You know, what do you mean when you say that? All right, you know, so you, if you can explain that to me, great. But we're going to be parting company with Facebook Live, with Clubhouse, but 
the broadcast continues. So come on over to KevinStew.com for the remainder of it. We're talking some more. We're looking at lust in love. Where do you stand? Is lust and love the same thing? Does lust exist in love? Does love come as a result of lust? Where does it happen for you? And what are your thoughts on it in relationships? Just before we go also, I almost forgot to tell y'all. Get your copy. Get your copy of the audiobook. My very first narrated audiobook. Authored by Jonathan Field. It's called Empowered Essential Concepts and Strategies Every Woman Should Know About Self-Defense. It's available on Audible. So just go to Amazon and you can search for it there. But let me make it simple for you. Go to KevinStew.com and there's a link there. Just click on it. And it takes you to where you can get your audio book. Empowered, essential concepts and strategies every woman should know about self-defense. Narrated by yours truly, DJ Kevin Stewart. It's my very first narrated book. And I'd love for you to get your copy. So go out, get it today. Um, We're going to take a quick little break. When we come back, we talk some more. We part company with those on Facebook Live, those on Clubhouse right about now. Come on over to KevinStew.com and affiliates and get the rest of the broadcast. I don't want to do it without you. So call your friends, tell your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Call up everybody because it's a good talk. We'll be right back. Pulse Media Group, innovative streaming and recording has done it again. A new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through AdShare TV. It's available in your neighborhood today. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one-minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30-second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. school I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. 
Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Ladies, lovers, lovers of the music, it is here. The brand spanking new album from Ed Robinson and Ian Sweetness, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Amazing. Ten blazing tracks. Two amazing singers going hit for hit. Classic for classic. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Ian Sweetness and Robinson. Oh, man. It's out now. Available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music, it is there. A tribute to Teddy Pendergrass, brand spanking new, Ian Sweetness and Robinson. Ladies, gentlemen, you've got to have this in your collection. Get it now. Available everywhere. Bruv, my last baby already gone off to college, mate. Is what this is saying come give me, man? Is a big album still? I love it. Big up Ed Robinson, Ian Sweetness, but this better come with a contraceptive. Hey, I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Jew, working on the night shift, the night shift radio show. Won't go changing like the weather, just to please the devil never. Will DJ Kevin's Jew sell his soul? That's a word and honor. Christine to represent in word and honor. Celestia DJ Kevin's true. The sound of Enzo. Track called Come Over. But I give you pleasure. Searching for your treasure. I wanna give you a pleasure. Search for your treasure. I can be everything you want. Don't you want it? So, here we are, looking at Lost in Love. So that was saying that, you know, she and this guy, they were friends for a, a, a while. And... He expressed an interest, and she didn't knew she didn't know that he had an interest in her until he started pursuing her, and she was already in a relationship, but that relationship wasn't going anywhere, and she decided to give that a try, and that lasted for as long as it did. It did, did, did. So after five years, um, she lost that loving feeling, and it happened as a result of. Nothing as it related to the relationship itself, but the other party in the in the relationship. And I guess this is how things happen to go south from time to time. Because here it is. They're in this relationship together. And then Homeboy loses his job, his business. And well, everything goes with it. You know, everything that he, 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 I guess, holds personal, everything that, that, that he decides 
because I guess he put so much into it, he went into depression, he became a drunk. And whatever it was that she saw in him, she know she lost. He lost it. Because those deep conversations that they used to have that led her to to look at him in this brand new light, those were non-existent. Or they became non-existent. And so the things that drew him, drew her to him, were not there anymore. So what is the incentive? And I can't understand relationships dying like that. Because like it or not, when we get involved with someone, we get involved because they, they, they stimulate a part of us. They stimulate something in us, something that, that, that we like. And because we're pleasure junkies, that is the thing that we gravitate toward. Whether it is the, the, the size of their breasts or how round their butt is, the shape that they have, how they walk, how they talk, how they carry themselves, how, the, how they flip their hair back and forth. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, whether it is physical, whether it is uh, a, a characteristic trait, just the way how they treat you, maybe. There is something that keeps you connected with someone. There's something that you like about them. And it keeps you going back. Hey, Pat, how are you doing? Thank you for, for my portion of that meal today. I, I truly appreciate of it. Um, I virtually enjoyed it since I only virtually got it. Thank you, though. <laughs> Um, yes, your spinach and garlic oil with your roasted potatoes. Yes, I, I, my eyes really enjoyed it. <laughs> you, you fed my eyes. So, love can be divided into two spheres, according to Insider. You're passionate and you're companionate. Passionate love also referred to as attraction or infatuation, is defined as a state of intense desire to be with another person. Emotional arousal and sexual passion are prominent features of passionate love. And people experiencing this type of love are usually distressed when their relationship goes awry. When a person feels attraction toward another person or thing, the brain produces feel-good chemicals like dopamine and nor 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 blah 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 blah. What is it again? <laughs> Norepinephrine. That's what it is. Um, that affect the same pathways associated with drug consumption and addi addictive behavior. So again, pleasure centers. Feel good hormones, you get in that feel good sensation. So it's there. It's like when Pat tells me about her food that she makes each day. You know, it, it, it invokes these feel good hormones, and I get to vicariously enjoy it with her. And so I look forward to it. I, I have become Pavlov's dog, and her messages to me have, have become the knocking pot or pan. Now, this phenomenon explains the obsessive euphoric behavior often seen in the early stages of romantic relationships. 
companionate love is characterized by strong feelings of intimacy, affection, and commitment to one to another person. It's often slow to develop and can be seen in close friendships and long-term romantic partners. Companionate love involves the brain chemical oxytocin and also vasopressin, which are associated with peer bonding, like in the relationship between a mother and a child. This is the kind of thing that the, the sensation that the mother feels when, especially when a baby latches on to her breast as she starts to breastfeed. And it, it's, it's, everything could be going wrong, but in that moment, everything makes sense again. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Clearly, I haven't had the experience myself, but living vicariously, I've seen it. And being in the presence, I can almost feel it. According to Stockwell, there are some signs that you may be in love. And these signs include you thinking of interesting things to tell one another. You look forward to meeting friends and family. You share vulnerable, tender things like challenges that you're facing. You know that if you live in different cities for a few months, it'll be okay. Love feels like security, respect, and ad admiration, and typically includes a sense of safety and commitment within a partnership, according to Niedisch. In addition, Stockwell says types of love can result in physical symptoms like sweaty palms, genital swelling, or secretions. Yeah, that's the... These, these now are what, what I call um, allergic reactions. <laughs> Sweaty palms, genital swelling and secretions, and the feeling of butterflies in your stomach. You need to stop eating caterpillars. It'll get, it'll, that'll make the butterflies in your stomach go away. But lust can also cause these same physical symptoms. So... In that respect, I can understand what, what, what Rupert was saying when he said, hey, listen, um, I see the two as one and the same. The lust, the love, basically the same for me. So, um, this, this, this here could be where he takes his position because the two have similar symptoms. Some signs of lust is that lust is, is, is purely sexual attraction, which is often accompanied by physical arousal. And lust occurs both within loving relationships and external, says Haley Needish, who is a psychotherapist and relationship expert at Haley Needish Consulting. She says, lust is a natural human occurrence. Lust is not always something we act on. It is a sense of sexual interest. According to Stockwell, you might be experiencing lust if when you think of a person, your thoughts immediately go to what your bodies do for one another. When you think of the person, 
you start smiling, feeling flushed, have sensations of excitement and being turned on. As soon as you see one another, you want to kiss. You don't necessarily have much in common, but when you are touching, it really doesn't matter. Lust is an intense feeling that, demo- that dominates our thoughts and can drive us to do things against our better judgment in order to satisfy longing. Feelings of lust are controlled by the brain's hypothalamus, which stimulates the, the production of sex hormones, testosterone, and estrogen. So, the lust is purely physical. So, when someone sees food, or they hear of food, and their mouth starts to water, and all they can think of is this consumption of this food. And when you bring this food around them, nothing else matters. All they do is focus on the food. Are they lusting after the food? Because this is pretty much what is happening when we're talking about the desire for someone else. They can't wait to have them. As soon as they get the opportunity, they'll be all over them. So, in the same way, you lust after people, you lust after food? Or am I just taking things out of context? 773-789-STU. Get you in touch. 773-789-7839. Call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. They all work. And if you know someone that you think should be listening to this or could contribute to this, go ahead, call them up. Call your friends, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Call up everybody. Tell them real talk is going on on the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew on kevinstew.com and you need to hear this. So, um, <laughs> comment here. Uh, Sometimes butterflies can lead to diseases too. (laughs) Uh, Those are called STDs. (laughs) Uh, Lust is what one chooses to do. Uh, Lust can lead to trouble. You never hear that certain foods can lead away, can lead away to a man's, oh, well, food is the way to a man's heart. Or some men's heart. So you just tie them, right? But <laughs> so in the whole in the grand scheme of things now, can lust lead to love? Or does it happen the other way around? Relationship experts agree lust can turn into love, but warn that feelings of lust does not guarantee an eventual loving relationship. Sometimes lust can lead to love and is often experienced within a loving relationship. However, the presence of lust speaks to absolutely nothing about partner's compatibility long-term, according to Nidish. The blinding nature of lust means partners can miss potential red flags like dishonesty or selfishness and 
they can have trouble determining if a sexual partner is a good fit for a serious relationship. But doesn't the same thing happen when you're in love? Because they talk about being blinded by love. So things like dishonesty and selfishness, because you love this person so much, it doesn't really matter. Or is it that we're mistaking that love for lust? I mean, mistaking lust for love in that respect. Hmm. Recognizing the difference between hormone-driven lust and love, real love, can help you determine if there's more to your relationship than just sex. According to Stockwell, your relationship might be limited to lust if you spend most of your time being physically intimate with one another. And when you do anything else, it is not engaging. They are not interested in, in, in getting to know you beyond your bedroom. That might be lustful. They are willing to make plans for they are unwilling, sorry, to make plans for the future. And it often feels like you have different values. That's how you know that it is more lust than anything else. So, according to Insider, their takeaway from this whole comparison differentiation of lust and love is that they are exhilarating emotions, but it's important to be able to distinguish between the two when navigating relationships. New love can feel in intoxicating and exciting when a couple is first falling in love and imagining their life together. That's the NRE that I was talking about earlier. The new relationship energy. However, long-term love that continues to feel addicting is actually quite concerning, according to Stockwell. She says that feeling of addiction is often a major red flag that one or both partners may have a codependent, codependent attachment style, which can lead to unhealthy partnerships. So that now even opens another can of worms. So, do you love but should not love too much? Because then it could be codependency. This, this addictive love, or as one of the songs that, that Rupert wrote, when that person has that grip on you, then what? <laughs> it's 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 no longer love it is codependency and it, it has transpired it has it has no transitioned from something healthy to something unhealthy it has now become an obsession and not love well i guess that could be dangerous because now you're talking about basic instinct kind of a thing yeah so this fatal attraction comes up. At, that's what comes to mind when, when I think of that obsession. When love has, I guess, outgrown its, its containment. I don't know. Where, where do you stand? We're going to take another break. When we come back, we talk some more. Continuing with lust in love.
And what we're going to do is look at this whole concept of desire. Maybe that's what I should, I should touch, at, touch on. Um, and see if we can get some of what to do when love and lust don't coexist. Let's see if we can get some of that in there. Yeah, I'll definitely look at that one before we get into musical therapy. We'll be right back. Go ahead, call your friends, tell your friends. It's Real Talk right here on the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. We'll be right back. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com Your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. MRE Entertainment, in association with VPAL Distribution, presents the brand new hit single. I'm Robert French, and you're listening to my new song, Every Day of My Life. Now available on all major digital platforms. Every day of my life will be, and it's loving you, spend the rest of my life always. loving you, every day of my life will be, you, spend the rest of my life. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you. To broadcast your event, contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse Emedia Group, when being in the moment is priceless. 
Yes, yes, yes. So, Carmantino, I'm making sure right now you are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. The sound of Errolmatic. She doesn't care. Track called Grip on Me. So, listen, she shouldn't really care what she's doing to me, you know. It's like she can't understand that I, I love her. So, Errol, what you saying? Um, she lost after you and you love her? How, how, how it go? <sighs> the struggle, the struggle, the struggle. Pat says, love is good, but too much of it can cause damage. Love evolves over time. So, hold on. Mm. Does that mean that this whole love at first sight thing is not real? Since love evolves over time, you can't just love at first sight. So then that has to be lost. If the two have the same kind of responses, physical responses, and we can determine what we're feeling based on how we're responding to something, then it is lost that we have at first sight, and then that develops into love. I guess that was what we were talking about just before we went on the break, where we talked about it evolving. So it can happen. But typically when that happens, then the relationship doesn't last because it's like a starlight. It burns bright, and then it just fizzles out. Nothing. And it's short-lived. So, how it go? I wonder if I'm getting any messages here. Um, people laughing at me. Um, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Okay, so, <clears throat> interesting statistic here. I hope you're ready for it. According to modernintimacy.com, the average person falls in love four times in their lifetime. Love is the subject of poetry, movies, novels, and music year after year. But on average, well, the average person. So if within your lifetime you have only fallen in love once, I guess it's not time for you to go yet. Because the average person, if you're considered average, it happens four times. So let me think about this. Have I been in love four times in my life? Hmm. Hi. This one, this one, this one. Mm. This one, rough. Um, okay, I thought I got a message here on this, but I didn't. Oh, somebody must be typing a message. Eh. Okay, so uh, those of you listening in, go ahead and jump into the stew pot on kevinstew.com. Just go to kevinstew.com and you're there. You don't need to register for our firstborn and give an internal organ or a blood sacrifice. Nothing like that. Just go there. You can remain anonymous and just share your views. Um, 
<laughs> I'm asking a hard question because you don't have an answer. <laughs> Love can last forever depending on the people that are in the relationship. Well, if one person in the relationship transitions out, well, I mean, transition out of this lifetime, does the love go with them? Things that make you go, hmm. It's not the feeling of love that is prevalent in our day-to-day life. On average, men think about sex 19 times a day and women think about it 10 times a day. Well, again, here we go with these averages and statistics. I don't know who it is that compiled them, but according to modern intimacy, that's what they say. On average, men think about sex 19 times a day. I don't know, men of what age? And women, about 10 times a day. Women of what age? Because I know some women that think about sex so much that I wonder if I am the woman and they are the man. You know, not taking anything away from them. Believe me. But the distinction between love and lust isn't as black and white as you may think. As basically we've come to realize as we've been talking tonight. The feelings can overlap and juggling the two can pose a challenge. And so we're going to try to understand the difference between love and lust and how to balance the two feelings. Because yet again, it can be a little bit tricky to navigate that space. The space where we have this thing that we call love. The space where we do this thing that is known as lusting. And we really should take the time to navigate the space. More often than not, we don't. Both love and lust are powerful feelings that most people will feel many times throughout their lives. But it is sometimes difficult to understand what's the difference between love and lust as we've been talking. So both love and lust have physical symptoms in common. The elevated heart rate, euphoria, intrusive thoughts. You, you, you can't separate that from the two of them. Love and lust are not always experienced separately. Although low libido might remove lust from a relationship, many people experience lust even after they have fallen in love. With some basic information distinguishing love and lust, you can begin to understand how to balance the love-lust divide. And so it's important, which is what I get from this, that you, you, you don't eliminate lust, but you balance the love and the lust. And, and, and that's, that's kind of where I, I want to be. I, I want to I want to to understand how to balance the two. So hold on, hold on. I think somebody is, is typing here and typing what they want to say in their name. Um so Stu Potter. I, I don't know if, if if that is what is happening, but 
I'm not getting your message. I see where it is saying something along the lines of interesting topic. But I'm not getting the message coming to me. I don't know why for Mick. Um, but go ahead and type your message in the type and send message section. Because I'm not getting it. All right. Stu Potter. Um, all right, cool. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me get back to business here. Got distracted there for a moment addressing that little bit of an issue. Okay, so many people would say that they're familiar with how love feels. They might recall thinking about someone the moment they first wake up in the morning or feeling giddy at the mere thought of that partner. Romantic love is a complex feeling. When in love, a person feels connected to someone on an emotional level. Though you may have a physical connection with someone that you love, the connection extends beyond looks and physicality. I can tell you, I, I have been in love with someone that I had never physically met. I have had that experience. I don't know if any of you have had that experience, but I have had that experience. And today, she is still a love of mine. And we have met, what, once? We've been in the same physical space once. Lives in a totally different country. So love transcends borders. And so, um, you have to recognize what it is that you're in. And I guess understand how this whole love-lust thing works. Now, don't get it twisted. I didn't say I didn't lust after her because she looks good. And so that appeals to her. Aesthetically, she appeals to the things that I like. And so there's that lust. And in a sense, with speaking to the character, then there are some qualities that I like, which based on our connection and communication over time has led to this love. So both exist in, and I recognize that they both exist in this time and space. As it relates to you, I don't know how you recognize what it is that, that, that you're experiencing whenever you're experiencing it. And I say you, generally speaking. Um... I'd rather love houses more than people. At least the house won't answer me back and I can have peace of mind. <laughs> people most of the time turn me off because it's because um, of being rejected based on my looks. Uh, some people look at me funny even when I was younger. That's why I'm alone most of the time now. Well, you know, people have always looked at me funny too. And I'm fine with it. it. It hasn't stopped me from accepting love and giving love. So 
I, I, I would say to anyone that says, you know, because of, of how I may appear, I, people don't want to be with me or whatever. Eh. When they get to know you, they will love you regardless. When an individual, individual is falling in love, the brain releases oxytocin and vasopressin. Vasopressin which are bonding hormones. And these hormones are released uh, during the bonding of mother to child in breastfeeding. The release of these hormones lead to feeling emotionally attached to someone. In love, one does not simply want to be physically close to someone, but also desires emotional closeness with that person. Lust however, is whereas love is a complex and multifaceted feeling, lust can be explained as simply sexual attraction. Lust is an intense physical attraction to someone. In lust, you seek instant pleasure from your partner and fostering an emotional connection is not a priority. Now, Psycho physiologically, lust comes from the biological desire to reproduce. Lust results when the hypothalamus prompts the reproductive system to release testosterone and estrogen, and testosterone is a key element of sexual desire in both men and women. So, this is why I ask, at what stage of life, in what age group is it that men think about sex more than women because let's face it sometimes you come across some women that have more testosterone than some men so who's thinking about more sex now pom 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 love is sometimes considered the beginning stage of hmm lust is considered the beginning stage of love. But lust does not always develop into love. If a relationship remains primarily physical, even over a long period of time, it is likely that it has not evolved into a loving relationship. Sometimes there are mental and emotional barriers that prevent lust from further developing into love, such as past trauma. And so, you remain in that space that space where all you want is that physical release so Potter 986 says I believe you can have both but okay so you can have both Do, does both exist in the same time and space does one transition into the other does one leave uh, the other as a residue um what what how how do you see it now there are people that 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 you come across that you'll admire physical features and this the the person that you admire their physical features might very well be the person that you love but when 
you are asked, what do you like most about a person? And you list a bunch of physical qualities. Chances are, you just are stuck in lust. Because everything that, that is appealing to you is things that you can see. Love typically goes with things that you can't. And, and I have to agree with them in modern intimacy when, when, when they raise that point. Because the blind person who has been in their loving relationship for five, six, seven, ten years, they have never physically seen who it is that they're in this relationship with. So, how do they describe what it is that they love most about their partner in a physical sense? And I guess it even goes further, where you would ask the question, how then do they lust after their partner? So blind people don't lust. Where are the blind people around? Does anybody know any, have any blind friends? I, 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 need to, I need to talk with someone who's blind because I need to know if, if they lost. Because we all recognize... You see, when we take things for granted, we don't ask questions like these. We, we go with what we know and recognize. You know, just, oh, yeah. We can see and this is what we see. And this is, but think of those who can't see. For a moment. Do they lust? When you're feeling love, the qualities that you like most about the individuals that you're in love with are below the surface. So you'll answer the question thinking about their qualities, their things like kindness, their drive, their sense of humor, their intelligence. That is where you go when you start thinking, hey, I love this person. What do you do when you're spending time together? Now, according to modernintimacy.com, a telltale sign of lust is that you spend your time with someone in bed or doing sexual things. If you spend your time outside of bed, eagerly anticipating the next time that you will be alone with your partner, chances are you are living in lust. With real love, you will spend time getting to know someone, talking, sharing experiences, laughing, finding things in common. Though you may also very much enjoy some alone time with your partner that you love, you simply enjoy their company regardless of the activity. So you do more than just the horizontal mamba. How involved in their life are you? When you love someone, you will likely want to spend time with other important people in their life, like their friends and their family. You'll also want to share important milestones with them like birthdays and celebrations. On the other hand, lust alone will mean that your involvement in your partner's life is more limited. If one is not interested in getting to know the people 
their that their partner cares about or even showing up for them when they need a shoulder to cry on the intense feelings are probably not any deeper than a physical attraction now i would dare to say that this is not always the case and why i would say that is there are people that only want to be in the space of their partner and they will do everything under the sun with their partner but when it comes to an extension of their partners they'd rather not be involved yes they want to know what is going on with them but they don't want to be with them and so you have to take that into consideration. Not, not, not that all the information that you get as you, this is delivered, you can take and just apply it, carte blanche, to your whole life. You have to learn the people that you're involved with and how they operate. So in the balancing act of love and lust, um, it, it can be one of those challenging things to do. Comment here. You're emotionally connected and the desire to fulfill each other's desires is of utmost importance. So this is the existence of both love and lust. So if you love someone your libido is low and their libido is high. Uh, can you then fulfill their desire? And in doing so, are you fully engaged? And I guess you, you can't really un answer that question unless you're in a situation like that and you are one with low libido. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because it could be the result of stress. It could be the result of any number of things. It could be medication. It, it's not a bad thing. It's something that you can work through. And if you, if, if you and your partner love each other, then you can work through it together. Not to say that you must, but you can. A sexy health life is important in a healthy relationship for many people. And tapping into feelings of lust can be important in keeping the relationship intimate. Mismatched libidos and breakdowns in communication in your sex life can challenge your relationship. In a successful long-term relationship, you'll want to balance both love and lust. Love will result in lasting connection with someone, but lust is a necessary element in your sex life. Oftentimes, barriers prevent you from bringing down emotional walls that allow you to fall in love and develop a deeper emotional bond with someone. Couples, that, couples therapy can be one way to tackle any barriers that might be getting in the way of a, of a relationship's success. So, that little bit of a challenge that you may be having in the bedroom that could lead to one falling out of love 
navigate that by sitting down with a neutral party. Because sometimes you can't get the words out. And, and when I say a neutral party, I mean a professional neutral party. Not just any mutual party. No, no, no. It's not, it's not just anybody that, that can give you that kind of insight. It's not just anybody that can help you out of a situation like that. You know, and you don't want just anybody and everybody in your business like that either. But when it comes to this whole idea of love and lust, to separate the two is quite the challenge. To sprinkle some lust in your loving relationship, I believe is important. Because especially if your partner has that drive. I'm not saying that your sprinklings have to come three times a day and twice on, uh, well, three times a week and twice on Sundays. No, no, no. I'm saying you navigate that space by communicating, effective communication with your partner. Comment here in the stupid. I was in a relationship where he didn't want me to spend time with my family. He wanted me to himself and I found that psychotic and removed myself immediately. You have to be in, in tune with certain signs and not brush them under the carpet because those things manifest and cause issues. Yeah, they can. That's when that's not when you're talking about your your love being so intense that it has moved from love to obsession. And being obsessed with someone can be really challenging. It can be really dangerous. And ooh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, is this is this a call for the broadcast or is this a personal call? Greetings and salutations. <laughs> I don't know what happened a while ago, but I see that the stream drop. So that's why that's a touch base video. Oh, 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 okay. Well, um, I, I like it when I'm one like you, Colleen, you know. <laughs> Especially when, when, when I'm addressing a subject like this. Well, are you on ear right now? I'm on the, you are on the ear right now, sir. Oh, Jan, no, I know me the radio right now. I go through my top 10 list. How are you doing? <laughs> so, you are going through your top 10. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only G. Coley. Check him out. Homegrown with G. Coley. can catch him. Every day, basically. Look for him. <laughs> I'm on Reggae Goba right now. Or it's supposed to be. <laughs> Much love, brother. All right. So we'll touch base. All right. Go on. Do your thing. All right. No. We need somebody to kind of stream for me real fast. <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. All right. Watch me now. I'm going into musical therapy, so I got you. All um, right, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Cool, cool. Yeah, man. Bless it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, G. Cole with Homegrown with G. Cole as we jump off into musical therapy. Kicking it off with Peter G. and Novelty, track called, brand new track from them, their latest release. Let me love, no, let me please you. Not let me love you, let me please you. I do want to thank you all for commenting. I do want to thank you for the appreciation. 
Thank you for sharing. Thank you to the affiliates for taking me. Hey, sweets, thank you. I'll try to address this again. This whole lust and love issue. As we part company, I want to remind you all to look out for members of your community. Remember, your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. So those that you pass on the bus, the plane, the boat, or the train, or the walk, right, or drive, these are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today, because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. My name is Kevin Stewart, so I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here, KevinStew.com and Affiliates. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you, wherever you are in the world. Catch you all on my Earth Date on Reggae Global Radio at 8 p.m. for the Saturday Stew. Until then, be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. Take care. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.